to 1 Peter 2. Yes, we have to read the Bible. First Peter 2, uh, this, you got that? Yeah, I'm just going to read it from the screen this time, just to change it up a little bit. 2, 4 through 7. Come to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by the people, but he is precious to God who chose him. You got the next couple? Oh, that's fine. That's actually fine. Um, okay. We could continue. It's all good. Um, but the point is, the Bible calls Jesus our cornerstone. And this is a quotation from the Old Testament about when it was talking about the Messiah, that he would come and he would be the cornerstone, the cornerstone of the church, cornerstone of our lives, cornerstone of everything. Um, there it is towards the end. I am placing in Jerusalem a stone, a chosen cornerstone. Anyone who believes in him will never be disappointed. I like that translation, actually. Um, so what is a cornerstone? Anybody know? Yeah. Good, good. It's a foundation stone. You were, you were about to get there, I know, for sure. It, oftentimes it is the brick that has the date on it because it's, the cornerstone is the biggest, heaviest, uh, most important brick in the structure of ancient buildings. We're talking ancient buildings here, right? Um, and the cornerstone serves a very important function, and it, that is that it um, holds most of the building's stress. I don't know if anybody here has ever studied engineering. Um, stress is an engineering term, and uh, it, I'll, I'll read it to you. Stress is a term that means a load, a force, or system of forces producing a strain or causing deformation. There it is. Thank you, TJ. So that is what the word stress means. It's an engineering term, and so if your roof is really heavy, it's going to start to bend the walls. It causes a force. The force of that heavy roof produces a strain, causes deformation. So the cornerstone, the purpose of the cornerstone is that engineering-wise, it holds most of the stress of the structure to take the stress off of the other parts of the structure. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, now, we use that same word in daily life, don't we? And it means the exact same thing. That's why we use that word. Because at some point, someone was like, oh, that's what I'm going to call that stuff I'm feeling when life is annoying. I'm going to call it stress. Because it means the exact same thing. It means a load, a force, or system of forces on our life that is producing a strain or causing a deformation in us. And that's what stress does, right? Stress produces strain. It, it, it can mash us, bend us, turn us uh, grumpy at the very <laughs> least, and sometimes worse. Um, stress is bad, right? We don't like stress in our lives. Not stress on a building. You have to have that. Uh, but stress in our lives. And Jesus is our cornerstone. The cornerstone bears the stress of the building. And the picture there in, in 1 Peter is that we are all living stones being built into a building. And so the building is a metaphor for the church and also for us. And so Jesus bears the stress. He wants to bear our stress all the time. God wants to carry our stress. He doesn't want us to carry it. He wants to take that load. And we know that from so many other scriptures that I could read. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Right? So we come to God. We give him our stuff, our burdens, our stress, our worry, our anxiety. Cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares for you. That's First Peter 5. Right? So many verses that talk about that. Um, God wants to take our stress from us. He wants to take our anxiety, our fear, our worry, 
who doesn't actually want us to have all that kind of stuff. Yes, okay. Okay, so everybody with me so far? Jesus wants to carry that. He wants to take it from us. And so the reality is that as a Christian, we never have to experience stress. We never have to experience stress or fear or worry or anxiety. The exception to fear is like if you see a snake and you're afraid of it. That's like a natural fear. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fear of getting fired. Fear of not finding your husband or wife. Fear of never making it, whatever that means. You know, that kind of fear. Those things, fear, anxiety, stress, worry, we're not supposed to experience them. Like ever. Jesus wants to take them from us, which is awesome news, first of all. Sometimes people tend to like water down the gospel to being uh, the fact that Jesus saves us and we get to live in heaven forever, which is great. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm happy about that. But like the good news of the gospel is so much more than that. And this is one of those things. God is willing to take all our stress away, all our worry, all our anxiety. And not only is he willing to take it from us, he's willing to give us something in its place that is super, super better. That's not good grammar. Super, super better. What does God give us? John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so Jesus gives us his peace. This is a gift. We've talked about this a lot recently. But everything that God has given us, he's already given us. He's given us all of his love. He's given us all of the gifts. He's given us all of his peace. It's there. It's available for us. The challenge for us is figuring out how to receive those things, how to actually apply them to our lives. Everybody with me so far? So peace is awesome. This is my prop for peace. Because for me, peace is like a warm, snuggly blanket. If you ever have experienced the peace of God, it feels comfortable. It feels nice. When you give God your stress, who wants this? Somebody, somebody snuggle. Staff, I knew you would want this. Um, when, when you give God your stress and he gives you his peace in its place, it is like awesome. It is awesome. And so he not only takes away the terrible stuff that literally kills you, like doctors all agree now that stress is basically the number one cause of illness these days. And so stress literally kills you. And Jesus is saying, I would prefer to save your life than for you to live a super long time and be healthier and happier. So I'll take your stress and give you this super awesome thing called peace. That is a f the best exchange you're ever going to make in your life. And peace is awesome. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. But we don't do it. We don't give him our stress and accept peace. We live with our stress. We suck it up and fight it. Especially here in Minnesota, especially men, we tend to like want to hold as much as we can and we can take it, you know, which is terrible. Doctors actually, um, doctors who practice out of state and move to Minnesota find Minnesotans insane because have you seen the pain scale like in a doctor's office, different levels of frowny or smiley faces or whatever, like one to ten? Um, and they'll be like, what's your pain at? And Minnesotans will be like, like a two. Okay, well, tell me about it. Okay, well, I mean, I can't sleep. So that's why I quit. Can't sleep. It can't sleep is literally written under number seven. So if you can't sleep, you, you have a lot of pain if it's so much it's keeping you up. Oh, whatever, I'm fine. You know, and that's, that's what we're like, um, which is funny. And so I've had a lot of doctors that commented on that. It's really funny. Um, 
but that's a part of our culture, that we hold our stress because we can take it. We're tough. We can handle stuff, right? And Jesus is like, first of all, no, you can't. Second of all, I don't want you to because it's bad stuff. It's not good for you. Give it to me. I'll give you peace, and then you can use all that extra energy to go do something good for me, full of peace and happiness instead of grumpy. Exactly. We, they, there's a, especially for guys, there's a certain aspect of macho-ness or bravado about being able to handle a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm not saying life isn't going to be tough, and sometimes we don't need to handle things. I'm saying we can give the stress of it to God. Um, and and that's, that's the rub, is that we can't stop life from bringing stressful situations. Everybody knows that. Life is full of stressful situations. We can't stop that from happening. But we, what we can do is refuse to accept the stress that those situations bring us. So when a situation comes our way and it's stressful, we can, instead of saying, okay, I will take that stress, thanks, we can say, no, I'm not going to take that stress. I'm going to live in peace. It doesn't make the situation go away, but we can live in peace despite the situation. You ever look at Jesus, how he's never freaked out? And it's not because he's God. It's because he's living in peace. He is so full of the peace of God all the time that he doesn't freak out when stuff is going on. And that's how he wants us to be. He wants us to be full of peace all the time. I got more props. Uh, made this bench. So I got a box of stress. It, no, but I do have a bucket that says heart. Oh, how cute. So here's your heart bucket, okay? In this metaphor, this is your heart, okay? Are you with me? Your, it's way bigger than our actual heart, um, but it's a little deformed and because it, it was a pretzel container. Um, <laughs> it's the best thing I could find. Um, so this is your heart, and life comes our way, and it brings us stress. It brings us a stressful situation, but we don't have... We can't stop the situation, but we can say, I'm not going to take the stress of that. I'm going to live in peace instead. Why can we do that? Put the verse back up for you. Uh, John 14, 27. That's why we get to say no. Jesus tells us not only do we have his peace and we can live in peace, but he tells us how to do it specifically. My peace I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. That's how we do it. That's how we live in peace. We don't let our hearts be troubled. Just don't let them. When a situation comes your way that brings you fear, that brings you worry, that brings you stress, don't let it. Say, no, I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not going to let my heart be troubled. I'm going to choose not to let my heart be troubled by this. It's a choice, but we don't realize it's a choice because we're used to accepting it all the time. We have this bad habit of always accepting the stress from the situations until we end up all stressed out. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that. That was the norm for me. Anytime a stressful situation would come, it would stress me out. That's what a stressful situation does, right? Actually, no. A stressful situation offers you stress. You have to say yes or no. And Jesus says, say no. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Just don't say no. Say no to the stress from those situations. Say no to the anxiety. Say no to the worry. I'm not going to take it. I refuse to take that. But we tend to take it. And so life comes, and we have stressful situations. We didn't get enough sleep. And Days of five-hour energy. We got kids, and wow, um, not even gonna say anything. Full of stress. Um, stuff around the house is breaking. 
and we got to fix it, and we take that stress. So all these situations are coming to us, and we're just taking it and dumping it right in. We're just dumping it right in. A car breaks down. Now, that's a stressful situation, inherently stressful, right? These things happen. But we don't have to accept the stress from that situation. We can say, no, I'm not going to let this stress me out. I have the peace of Christ. I'm not going to take you. So we can say no, but oftentimes we, oh, uh, uh, uh. And, we, and, we, and this is some old timer. I don't even know what it's for. But uh, it represents that we never have enough time to do the stuff we want to do. Um, this is a paycheck, which is way too light. Okay, I'm just going to take that for sure. Um, I don't know what that is, but it's stressful. Um, <laughs> this is mints, and they're all gone, and I wish they weren't all gone. That stressed me out. Um, this is my wallet, which, you know, there should be more in here. <laughs> Anybody ever stressed out by finances? Anybody ever let finances stress you out? If anyone says no, you're lying, okay? This is stressful, but we don't have to let it be. No, I will not worry about this. Matthew 6, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Don't worry about any of that. Jesus says don't. Just don't worry ever about anything. There's no caveat at the end of Matthew 6. It's okay to worry about the following. No, don't worry about anything. He actually says, don't worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow. And he's talking to poor people who don't have money, who might not know what they're going to eat tomorrow, or if they're going to eat tomorrow. And even in that extreme case, he says, guess what? Don't worry. Crazy. It's crazy. We don't have to say yes, but we do. Oh, no. And this is a note. <laughs> I don't know what. It's from a significant other, maybe, that says they don't like me. They, they didn't check the right box. This, this is a golf ball. <laughs> This is a golf ball that represents the things you'd like to do and don't have time for. Um, back to pen, I don't know what it's for. This is a sock. There's only one of them. It's missing its name. I, I, I guess. I don't know. Those are the things I grabbed. And so, and so look. Look at this. Full of stress. Overflowing, literally, with stress. Now, how often do we end up like this? Okay? I used to end up like this all the time. Overflowing with stress. And so what do we do? Good Christian people, when we're overflowing with stress, we say, Jesus, you promised me peace. I'm full of stress. Give me your peace, please. Can I have the peace blanket? That's what it's called now. Peace blanket. We say, Jesus, what's up? I got all this crap. It's so horrible. All my first world problems. Jesus, please give me peace. And Jesus says, I already gave you my peace. It's right here all the time, just waiting for you. You don't have to beg me for it. I already gave it to you. It's right here. Just take it. Put it in. And then we say, I can't feel your peace right now, though, because I'm so full of stress. And Jesus says, you can't feel my peace right now because you're so full of stress. See, there's no room in here. There's no room in this bucket for any of this peace to get in there. It's full. It's overflowing. And we expect God to, like, blow our heart up and then fill it up with peace after, you know. But it just doesn't work that way. Because we chose to put these things in here as an act of our free will. We chose every single one of these. We maybe didn't realize we chose them because our habit is so ingrained in us that we just automatically take the stress of everything that happens in our lives and all the fear and all the anxiety and everything else. But we chose to put all this here of, of our free will. God tends to respect our free will. And so there's no room for his peace. So what do we do? Well, I, I, we cast all our anxieties on him, right? Because he cares for us. That's what he says to do. We give him our stress. We dump it out. And so it, we humble ourselves before the Lord and we pray 
and we say, Lord, I'm giving you my stress. I'm giving you all this stuff. Sometimes it helps to name the different things that we're giving him. And we're going to do a little exercise later and do that. Um, and so we dump out our stress, and that's not necessarily a one-time, two-minute activity. Sometimes that takes a little bit of time and some repetition. But that's what we want to do. We want to dump all the junk out at Jesus' feet. And he's happy to take it. He wants to take all that crap. And he wants to fill us with his peace. And now look, there's plenty of room in here. There's tons of room in here for peace, so we can get some peace. And this bucket is way better. Look at that. Nice snuggly blanket in that bucket. And if we want, we could actually keep asking for more peace. Because it's free. And it's unlimited. And we just think, I just want more. I want more peace. Just tons of peace. Just give me more peace. I want so much peace that I'm like exploding with peace. Just freaking give me peace. And we can just stuff our hearts full of peace. We can live like this. Stuffed to exploding with peace, literally bursting at the seams, which is how Jesus wants us to live. He wants us to live like this, so full of peace that we're bursting so that it rubs off on everybody else. So that when we run across someone who's super stressed out, who's freaking out about this or that, that we have so much peace in us that that rubs off on them, that we minister the peace of Christ to them, that they feel better being around us because we are so full of the peace of Christ instead of all this junk. Does that make sense? This is the desire of Jesus for you all the time, like all the time. He wants you to be filled with this peace all the time. You get to be filled with this peace all the time instead of that crap. That feels terrible, and it kills you. This feels amazing, and it's wonderful. So this is how God wants us to live. Now, for me, what I would typically do until a couple years ago is I would do that. I would dump it out. And then I would fill myself up with peace, and I would feel so much better, and I'd feel so thankful. Um, but then, you know, eventually something would come along, and I would say yes to it again, because I didn't know not to. Does that make sense? So we're talking about two different things here. One, we're talking about dumping your stress out and being filled with peace. And two, we're talking about, okay, now that you're filled with peace, don't accept anything else. Don't accept any more stress. Keep it this way. Maintain this by saying no by letting not your heart be troubled. But instead, I would do this, and I would still say yes to all this stuff. And eventually, that displaces the peace and fills it up with crap again, and so that I was in the exact same position I was before. And it would usually take a little while. And then I would get stressed out to the point where I was like, I am uncomfortable. This is not good. I'm going to give this to God. And I'd dump it out, and he'd fill me up with peace again, which is good. But then I'd just let it all leak out by accepting all this junk. And that's not that great, right? Because I could have just said, no, I am not going to take this stress. I am not going to take these bills stressing me out. I have to pay them. <laughs> I don't get a get-out-of-bills-free card. Um, but I do get peace in the midst of that situation. Okay? No matter what the situation is, we can have peace in the midst of that, and that's God's desire for us, is to say no to this stuff, to dump it out on the feet of the cross, to cast all our anxieties on him, and to let him fill us with something much, much better. Now, when I first started doing that and realized, wow, this I'm not living my life in a very good way. Like, I keep getting stressed out. This isn't good. So I started doing that. <coughs> something with that would happen. You'd get an unexpected phone call. And you're like, oh, you start taking the stress on of whatever that was. And then you're like, oh, shoot. 
I'm not supposed to do that. Ah, so you have to dump it out. And that's okay. Like, that's, that's the process. That's how this works. When I first started this, like, the first couple days where I was like, I am going to say no to every stress and every worry and every anxiety. I'm going to say no and I'm going to live in peace. I had to pray, like, a dozen times a day, at least, for the first few days. And it blew me away because I didn't realize how often I was saying yes to all these different things and how much crap I was sticking in my heart all the time. I didn't realize it. You know, like, stuff would happen and I'd just be like, Okay, okay, and maybe something big would come, and I'd be like, no, I'm going to say no to that. Yay, I did a good job, and I said no, but I said yes to nine other things, you know. And so, but the Lord is gracious, and so he knew I was trying to work on this. He helped me through it, but I found that when I first started doing this, I, I had to pray all the time to constantly be giving this stuff away to God and to be filled with his peace. But then you get better. The more you practice it, the better you get, and it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long to get this way. Like psychologists tell you that it only takes about a month to replace a bad habit with a good one. It only takes about a month. And so if you want to work on it and want to start living in peace all the time and saying no to all this stuff that Jesus says, hey, by the way, don't worry. By the way, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. By the way, don't do any of that. Just say no to that stuff. If you want to start doing that, you can be uh, a totally different person a month from now. I know some of you are already in the on the path and already do this, and that's great. But if you haven't yet, and you tend to live with a certain level of nasty stress in your life or worry or anxiety or whatever, then in a month you can live stuffed with peace and you can just be that all the time. And I, it changes your life. It's like crazy, like seriously crazy. A month after I started doing this, I was a better person, like a better human being. Why? Because I'm full of the peace of Christ, which makes me more like Christ. I also was a much better husband. Because I wasn't getting grumpy, and no one likes hanging out with somebody who's grumpy. Okay? So Sarah really appreciates peace, <laughs> my peace. <laughs> you know, it made me a better dad because I, 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 it, I am better <laughs> at not getting upset with the kids or getting frustrated when they don't listen and stuff like that. That is one area that I'm still challenged in terms of my peace. They're always yanking this thing out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't mean to. They're children. That's what they do, right? <laughs> Dave was at guys group this week. We were trying to pray, and Bella's like climbing on people and petting faces and all this stuff. Because she's two. That's what you do when you're two. Um, but it still damages your peace. And so you have to, you know, you have to say no to the stress of it, not no to the child. Um, but it's, it's made me a better person. It's made me a better pastor. It's made me a better friend. It's made me a better everything, living in peace all the time. And sometimes I mess up. Just this weekend, there was a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't realize it, but I was starting to say yes to some of the stress. And I started to be like, what is wrong? Am I sick? Is something going on? Because I'm not used to how it feels anymore. I don't know how it feels anymore because I'm not used to it. And, and I, you, this like pity your stomach kind of nasty thing. And I'm like, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, we're totally stressed out, aren't we? Like, oh, yeah, because of this and that. Okay, whatever. So take time. Dump the crap out. <laughs> give it to the Lord. Get filled up with peace. Good to go. You know, so I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm saying that, like, it is so much better to live in peace <laughs> than to live in stress. It's, like, not even a comparison. It's way less. Um, and that's what God wants us to do. And so um, I'm going to stop the teaching part now, and I just want to practice this for a minute. So could you close your eyes? We're going to do two different things. The first thing is this. I'm just going to walk you through how I pray about this. This is not like a magic prayer method. I just want to show you, to show you like this is how I do it. Um, and then you'll find whatever will work for you. 
I am a very physical person, and so I like to do physical stuff while I pray. And so what I do is I breathe out, and then I breathe in real deep. So go ahead and do that. I breathe out, and when I do that, then I breathe in. And when I'm breathing out, I'm imagining all my stress leaving me. And not just in my imagination. I'm praying, saying, God, I give you the stress of this stuff. I got a big bill this week that I wasn't expecting. Lord, I'm not going to be stressed about that bill. I give you that stress. And every time I breathe out, I imagine myself just handing that stress to Jesus. And every time I breathe in, I imagine the Holy Spirit who is in me just filling me with his peace. So I breathe out that nasty stuff. And I breathe in the peace of God. And I give it over to the Lord. Lord, it is yours. I don't want this. You said you would take it give it to you and I receive the peace that you've already given me and I breathe in and I do that and I do it for a little while until I start actually experiencing some peace and you may find that another method works better for you you may find especially as you first start to do this that you have to do that fairly frequently <laughs> and that's okay but as you do it you get better at it and now I can do that for like 15 seconds. I'm pretty much good, which is awesome. <laughs> it's super fun to be able to do that, especially when kids are yanking at you and someone just pooped on the floor and there's like all this stuff going on. And you can be like, <sighs> all right, Lord, everything's fine. It's good. And be a good dad instead of yelling and wanting to spank me. You're being cute. It's not your fault. She did poop on the floor. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> um, and so that, that's how I pray. I encourage you to do something like that, something where you, you actively say, Lord, I am giving you my stress, and I'm receiving your peace. Remember, the peace of Christ is already yours. So it's already there. So you've got to get rid of the stuff in your bucket. You've got to dump out the stress so that he can fill your heart up with his peace. And so that's what you're doing through, through that prayer or whatever prayers you decide to do. Um, and I encourage you to do that regularly, a couple times a day. Um, what we're going to do now is grab the note card. Everybody grab the note card. Grab a note card and a pen. We're going to take a few minutes, and we're going to write out on here. We're going to pray for peace, and we're going to give the Lord our stress. And so I want you, just as an exercise, to write down the things that are stressing you out. Nobody else is going to see this. It's just for you. You can still put it in code if you want. Um, or you can be really specific. Yeah? Thank you for that. Anybody need one? Anybody not get a note card or pen? Ask and you shall receive pens. Okay, so we're gonna take we're gonna take a few minutes. We're gonna I'm gonna put a worship song up on the screen. Or CJ is, and um, you can worship during this time. You can pray during this time. But what I'd like you to do is to actively humble yourself before the Lord, give Him all your junk. And one helpful way to do that is to write it down. Write down these are the things that stress me out. And if, if you think it's helpful for you, you can write down, this is what stresses me out, and this is why. You can just make it a list, whatever you want to do. And, and spend some time with that and pray through it and say, Lord, I give you this.
I give you this thing, I give you this thing, I give you this thing, and I receive your peace. And put that thing down in that paper. And then when you're ready, then I want you to come up and dump that note card in the box. Just as a, as a physical act of I am giving this over. Come up, literally put a piece of paper in the box, and then go back and sit down. Because you don't want to pick it back up again. Um, when we first start doing this, sometimes, it, you, sometimes you have to say no to the exact same stress about 30 times. <laughs> you know, just because you, I'm going to say no, but then you say yes two minutes later. And, and that's okay. We learn and we grow. But ultimately what we want to do is we want to say no and give it to Jesus and leave it at his feet. And just leave it there because that's where he wants it. Um, so write down your stuff. During the song, whenever you feel like it, come up, throw it in the box. I'm not going to read them or anything like that. Don't worry. They will all get destroyed. And then we'll close in prayer. Of people's faith lead to the